Uh, Rabbi Dr. Aaron Glatt is with us live via telephone. He is an infectious disease specialist. He serves as chairman of medicine at the South Nassau Hospital and clinical professor at the Icon School of Medicine at Mount Sinai Medical Center. He's also assistant rabbi at the Young Israel of Woodmere, and he has uh, graciously given of his time this morning to speak with us about this measles outbreak that is that is um, hard to believe, frankly. Uh, the cause of it, if I have it right, and we'll speak to them about that, and obviously it's very frightening for a lot of our communities worldwide. Rabbi Glatt, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. I appreciate that. Um, first of all, I'm just curious. I know this is not the most important thing, but I'm curious about it. Has this happened before in our community? You go back 20, 25, 30 years. Uh, ha- have there been measles outbreaks that have been uh, that have been attributed to a lack of uh, vaccinations or the desire on the parents' part to vaccinate their children? So this has become much more of a common problem in the last, I would say, five to ten years where we are seeing multiple such outbreaks in various Jewish communities, both here in the United States, in Europe, and in Eretz Yisrael. And we are unfortunately having a significant, albeit still relatively small, but very significant number of parents that are refusing to vaccinate their children. And this number is unfortunately increasing. And it's focused on segments of the Jewish population that interact very closely with each other. The first time the word chavrusa was ever mentioned in the New England Journal of Medicine was because of a mumps outbreak, which they attributed to the very, very close and, uh, Baruch Hashem, consistent conversations in the very close base medrash-type setting, uh, making transmission of such infections, unfortunately, extremely likely to occur. Wow. Uh, and we've read, of course, many people listening right now are, are up on the news about the different communities, Williamsburg, Muncie, Lakewood, Israel, that are being affected right now. Is there any, and I want you to be as clear as possible, is there any halachic basis for a parent not vaccinating or having to vaccinate their child? So, again, there are many, many great postgames on the subject. I'm not aware of any POSIG ever published or even today who says that it's forbidden to vaccinate. So the great, great POSIG of all time have weighed in and saying this vaccination is certainly something that should be done or must be done. Ravasha Weiss, Shlita, the POSIG for Shari Tzedek Hospital in Eretz Yisrael, certainly one of the major POSIG today in medical halacha, says it's an imperative. That's actually based on this week's Parsha. And he says it's a mitzvah to get out, to get vaccinated and that you're putting others at risk if you don't. And he has poskined publicly that yeshivas have every right not to let students come into the yeshiva if their children aren't vaccinated. Unfortunately, the Department of Health has come up with the same sock right now. In the affected areas, it is not allowed. They will not let children into the schools who are unvaccinated because they are a major potential vector for transmission of uh, these very, very serious, potentially fatal, Baruch Hashem, most of the time not fatal, but very serious. There have been uh, fatalities associated with measles. There have been miscarriages in the Jewish community. There have been uh, tremendous uh, uh, complications and problems, and just the tremendous agma snapfish. I have grandchildren in Eretz Yisrael that had to get unnecessary additional vaccinations and painful gamma globulin shots because somebody mistakenly thinks that vaccination is dangerous and bad. Well, why, in fact, there's no medical evidence for that. Why additional shots? If, if one has the basic vaccination, are they not protected? So it depends. For some of the vaccines, for example, like mumps, um, even if you've gotten two shots, if you're in an epidemic, they recommend that you get an additional shot. 
for the MMR, for the measles vaccination, you don't get two shots right away. You get one shot at about 12 months, and you get one shot when you're four or five years old. So, for example, my granddaughter was exposed when she was two, so she got her appropriate single first shot and then needed to get an extra shot now. I don't know if that's the right way for her to get properly vaccinated. Is she going to need another shot when she's four years old? Is she going to need a shot when she's 18? We don't know. We have schedules of vaccinations that should be followed. Anytime you deviate, you're putting everybody potentially at risk. These vaccines aren't perfect, and I don't recommend that every single vaccine be given to every single patient. But these are the basic childhood illnesses that have been fatal in the past. We have eradicated smallpox solely and only due to vaccination. 300 million people died in the 1800s from this disease. This is a machla of unbelievable proportions. And Hashem, we have been allowed to eradicate it. Polio. I know people today that still never are, are very significantly disabled because of polio that they had as a child. And Baruch Hashem, there is no more native polio in the United States. It's only due to vaccination. Anybody that says otherwise, they're not a mumcha. They just don't know. You can't follow their opinion. Halacha says you must follow the mumcha. Wow. Right. Every single mumcha, none, bar none, every single medical professional with expertise in this area recommends vaccination. For somebody to say, oh, I've read the literature and I know otherwise, or this person says this or that, is, is shtus. It's nonsense. You can't paskin a halacha based upon shtus. Rabbi Dr. Aaron Glad is with us, infectious disease specialist. And by the way, you answered a very important question that a lot of people have been asking, and that is why would any of this affect kids who are vaccinated? And you've answered that question because of the way you described the uh, the course of, of uh, vaccinations for children. And also, as you also mentioned, you know, we're not 100% sure that everything is exactly, uh, you know, effective against every strain of, you know, each and every one of these things. I think it's a really important answer because people have been asking right. that question. Why are their kids not safe if they're in that environment? What happens to the kids who get measles? Are they quarantined? Are they left out of school? Yeah, absolutely. They ha- absolutely. They can't go to yeshiva. They absolutely can't go to yeshiva. They're highly contagious. Uh, all the bittel Torah that's caused by this, they're not letting kids into yeshiva. Other kids that are exposed. It, it's terrible because, first of all, some children can't get the vaccine because they have cancer. They have other major immune problems. When those children are exposed, you're destroying them. A, you potentially killing them, but even more importantly, from the point of view of those families, they're going through so much difficulties with their child, and then to add this on top of it, it, it's just, it's it's terrible. And if there was a reason for it, we could understand it. But the parents of not vaccinating these children are being very selfish. And the herd immunity, the concept that the more people in the community to get vaccinated, the less likely you'll ever have such an exposure, such an outbreak, it's very important. It's the same thing with influenza, which people don't understand, even though the vaccine is nowhere near as effective. The more people that get vaccinated, the more likely it is that you won't have significant outbreaks. Rahman Lassan, in the United States last year, 180 little children died from influenza. 80% of them were unvaccinated. Is the vaccine perfect for influenza? Absolutely not. At the same time, it's the best thing that we have. 180 little children died last year from influenza. You know, you're, you know, you're not, you say that the risk of the of, of the vaccination is is so great that it's not worth that. You know, you're not really responsible to answer this, but I'm curious if you know or if you can conjecture. How did this attitude seep into our community about non-vaccination? 
unfortunately, there is a very powerful and, and small but very influential number of people in the country, both in the from community as well in the in the, in the Gaish community, the secular community, is, is, that Israel somehow he- believes anti-vaccination is the right way to go. Israel here or both? Both. People that understand about anti-vaccination, it was originally against the Catholic Church. These people are following in the in the traditions of the people of of uh, uh, Catholic Church, in that they were against vaccination for religious reasons. Right. We we shouldn't be doing things like this, following the chukos Amen. Your uh, your message this morning is very simple. <laughs> Whatever effort anybody can make out there, number one, to make sure their own kids are vaccinated and to make sure that they uh, uh, they keep uh, their neighborhood safe by making sure that others vaccinate their children and, of course, continuing to spread this word throughout our worldwide community, we are doing a tremendous service and saving lives. So the, Absolutely. The message simply – I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I just wish everybody would ask their rub to speak about it on Shabbos. Have the rub give a drush about it. They should go to their schools and speak to the Russia yeshiva and say, we don't want in our yeshiva to have any children that are not vaccinated. The Baruch Hashem, there are a lot of yeshivas that have this policy. And Rabbi Shawai Shlita, as well as other gedolim, say that it's absolutely permissible for yeshiva to not allow vaccinated children in. How does somebody have the right to go and put my children at risk? Because of something that they're doing that's not kahalacha and not scientific. I'm not saying that every posik says you must get vaccinated. It's a mitzvah to get vaccinated. There are great posts that don't hold that it's a mitzvah. But almost all of those posts that I've spoken with say they urge you to get vaccinated, even though it may not be a mitzvah. It's like what Moshe is saying. He wasn't willing 50 years ago to come out and say it's a mitzvah, they're right to smoke. But he said, much more importantly... Absolutely don't smoke. Right. Uh, Rabbi Glatt, you're at the forefront of a very important effort. Call it Kavod, and we will do our best to continue spreading the word. Thanks so much for joining us this morning, and a wonderful Shabbos to you. Thank you so much. A pleasure and honor to be on your show. Appreciate that. Rabbi Dr. Aaron Glatz, Assistant Rabbi at the Young Israel of Woodmere. He is an infectious disease specialist who chairs the Department of Medicine at South Nassau Hospital, clinical professor at the Icon School of Medicine at Mount Sinai. The message is simple, everyone. You know me. I'm going to break it down to a very simple message. Vaccinate your children and do everything in your power to make sure your relatives vaccinate theirs and do everything in your power to make sure your neighbors and friends vaccinate theirs. To say that this is a life-saving proposition, as Rabbi Glatt just described, is an understatement. It is an epidemic-saving proposition. Friday morning broadcast in this era of Shabbos Parshas Vayera.